When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Podleadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. A deep dive into our favorite TV show. I'm Alexander Price, and yes, I am wearing a full leather dress suit. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I'm in head-to-toe mauve, eyeshadow included. And I'm JW Crump, and I just started my H2T moisturizing routine. <laughs> Finally. Hide your doorknobs. <laughs> so uh, we are going to be going through Top Model, America's Next Top Model, from... Cycle one, episode one, and then just moving on through two episodes, pretty much. Yeah, two or three, depending. Mm-hmm. This cycle, I already noticed, has a recap episode, oh, which will be, <laughs> which if it's anything like the recap episodes of other cycles that I remember, we will spend five minutes on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can't promise to watch that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but what about all those deep dives into oh, behind the scenes, all Hannah? All those zany antics. <laughs> so if you want to uh, follow along and Watch the episodes before we talk about them. They are all available on Hulu. Not a sponsor yet, <laughs> but you should be. Hear that, Hulu? Like, like Cycles 1 through 22, all on Hulu. Yeah, yep. it's like crazy. Basically before it moved to VH1. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So easy. So yeah, uh, let's just jump right into it. It's episode 1. The title is The Girl Want It So Bad. And I will preface this by saying uh, Hulu, we are watching them on Hulu. The episode titles may have changed. The music may not be the original music, but we're watching it on Hulu, so don't flame us for inconsistencies. Yep. But it is the girl want it so bad. She not do. the girl wants it so bad. Not the girls want it so bad. Or the girl. Eventually, they change it to who. Yeah, they yes. say like the girl who the wants girls it. who want it so bad, or yeah. whatever it be. And it's so funny that <laughs> they the just, girl want it so bad. It feels like the episode titles started in English. They babble fished it to German <laughs> yep. and then babble fished it back to English. The girl wanted so bad. <laughs> yes? Yes. 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 But so the best part about this episode, I think, is that clearly nobody knows how to do this yet. Nope. nope. Nobody involved with this television show knew how to make a reality show. And none of the contestants really knew what they were doing, which makes it so entertaining in so many ways. It also makes me just overall more forgiving anytime the contestants are like throw a tantrum or anything yeah. mm-hmm. or are upset because then we'll get to it later but again i don't think they knew what they were signing up for i mm-hmm. imagine the contract for this season was half real, a page long oh, real yeah. loosey-goosey yeah. well and there's there's one point where the producer is literally asking justine leading questions on camera to make her look like a bitch and they don't even bother to hide no. it like <laughs> no 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 also it is the first episode where we get that season one of RuPaul's Drag Race lighting. Mm-hmm. That soft Vaseline Tyra in a wig that is so far <laughs> back on her head. Uh, oh, let's start from the beginning. Because yes. the, very, the start of the episode is is what I want from the start of Top Model. I didn't realize this was the mm-hmm. start of it. But it's just Tyra 
talking over pictures of Tyra. Of Tyra. <laughs> Great. We, we, she started very on brand from beginning. Oh, yeah. She always knew. She always knew herself. And she actually gives an accurate mission statement, which I totally forgot. It was like, we want to find someone unknown. We want to find someone with personality and a look and, like, he- like head to toe what we want. And it's like, oh, actually, when you look at the show that way, usually the right person wins. 100%. Because eventually it became top model is changing how people define beauty. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But back in the day, we're like, we're giving one person a contract. Yeah, and yeah that was all the of the real prizes are so good in this first cycle. Uh, are they, though? Because we're going to get to that first Well, I'm just saying, prize. they're better than what they eventually become. Yes. So Tyra starts by describing the audition process. And she talks about several cities. Obviously, they did some live. They also had yeah. people pre-tape or tape their own. Thousands of videos. Thousands. Thousands. Thousands of video submissions. My favorite thing is when they list all of the cities. And they say Chicago, New York. Like big cities yeah. that you would think. They also include New Haven, which I only wrote the, the, the note New Haven just because. And also, at least one woman from New Haven. <laughs> yeah. Who I just assume is one of our contestants, because why else mention it? Were yeah. you just out yeah. of cities that were... Or maybe they're just really looking for money from whatever source they can get it. So New Haven was like, hey, mention it. <laughs> one of your yeah. contestants came from here, and we'll throw you 500 bucks and catering See, for the that, day. <laughs> that is really the thing. I don't know. Those models coming in, though, the looks that they are serving. Oh, my God. Do you remember, not on the show, but in the audition process, Heather with her ombre glasses <laughs> that you cannot see her eyes, and she has all the attitude? It's all very early 2000s. Yeah. It's a lot of camo. It's a lot of those, like, jewel tone, earth tone situations. A lot of those... String tanks that are kind of like a handkerchief that you uh just kind of uh bind behind you. A lot of lilac on brown. (laughs) (laughs) And flare. Just every everything everything you could flare was flared. flared. And all of the makeup is so pale. Everyone is wearing like a pale purple or blue eyeshadow and like the palest lipstick ever, so their lips like disappear into their faces. Except Katie and her lip liner. (laughs) There was a lot of lip liner. There was not a lip. In this season that could not be easily found by the lighting around it. Yeah. <laughs> Those women wanted you to know where their lips were on their face. So also, this is our first instance of, because I have I did this show a while ago, and one of the things I did was talk about the names mm-hmm. of the contestants. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I found was popular names in America tend to be repeated, like Ashley, Sarah, et cetera, yeah. throughout the show. But one that's not actually that popular of a name, but there's so many on top model throughout the years is Ebony. And there's two Ebony's in auditions, one that makes it into the show. And, and one just that an isn't ad- black. And yeah, and just an what? additional. She wasn't. Oh, my God, I missed that. You didn't see not she, black Ebony? No. She's just an additional. But they've had plenty of Ebony's of all races on the show. Ebony in the top model world is the Amanda. Like yeah. That's the name that every woman has is Ebony. Yeah. And I don't even know if I know an Ebony in real life. I don't think I've ever met an Ebony. I can't say that. I, I do not. <laughs> They're all busy we on the show. <laughs> yeah. They're all busy. I'll just yeah. for the really show. thought about through. it. That was the sound of actually thinking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about names. I also want to say that uh, a theme emerges for the season, <laughs> for the cycle, this first episode of no one knowing how to say Kizzy's name. We hear kissy. We hear kissy. Kissy is a lot. What do we all think it? How it is pronounced? Kessie. Is it Kessie? No, I think it's. A Am z- I still z- saying it I wrong? Think I think it's the sound. I think it's kissy. Yeah, that's more what kissy. 
Kizzy. Okay. As our listeners have already noticed, I have a thick accent. <laughs> Pronunciations are never my thing, but I always said Kizzy. Yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's close. Yeah. 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 But it's closer than that. A lot of people say thing. Kissy. Kissy is like not Kissy right. face. Tyra says full Kissy face. She yes. does say Kissy. <laughs> but I mean, as we'll learn as we go along, she has a history of not fucking caring about any name. Forcing pronunciation. you to change your name. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we'll I don't like it. it. I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. But can we talk about, while we're talking about names, Christina's rap? Do we remember Christina from the from the audition where she says the t- phrase, awesome abs, blossoming <laughs> breasts. Yes, blossoming breasts. And then Tyra asks, what is W? It's and she said, alpha- I like it wet. It's an alphabetical rap, which yes. she literally, and first of all, that must have made her audition tape very long. So long. <laughs> so long. But yeah, by the time they get to, like, a top amount of women. I think that maybe it's all the ones auditioning. They go to this dinner. It's it's twenty. There's tw- as they say because th- one of my favorite traditions on Top Model oh. is the producers doing simple math for the mm-hmm. contestants. So Michelle Mox is down with everybody and she says, "So we have twenty finalists here, but there are only going to be ten in the house. So that means we need to eliminate ten girls." <laughs> <laughs> like waiting for them to say yes. ten. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, they're all seated at dinner, and this is one of the first times we get that Tyra randomly visiting reveal. She is in a full cat suit. Her wig is N- so much better, though. Not a jumpsuit, though. She is dressed. She is cosplaying as um, Dollar Store Catwoman. Yes. <laughs> it is black from head to toe. It is is so. It looks good, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. She but can it's wear just again, it's one of those early two thousand specific choices that really dates. It's the a show. very music video look. Yeah, and then she comes in, and she either has personally remembered because it's cycle one and she's still invested, or a producer has prepped her for, say, these specific things from the audition tapes about these girls. And yeah. that's when we get the rap. The, well, also when we get, if we're going to talk about contestants who make it onto the show, they show Katie's video. <gasps> where she's, So she's talking about how she's an animal activist, and she's like, you don't know many things about me. Like, a lot of people don't know that I love animals. I just saved five polar bears. And then they <laughs> cut to her audition tape that she said, in, and she's surrounded by animal print pillows, and she's like, I love zebra print. Uh-huh. I love cheetah print. <laughs> she saved them from being alive, and <laughs> instead they are her floor mats now. It was the weirdest juxtaposition because I feel like the intent was, I'm an animal lover. That's my deal. I do a lot of animal activism, and also, PETA. and also, this is all fake animal print because I just love being around animals. But it's not juxtaposed that way. It's no. juxtaposed immediately be like and i have murdered all these yeah, animals yeah i'm a secret big game hunter and also she does it herself because she says like people look at me and they just see like i'm a priss but i also love animals it's like that's not comparable <laughs> that's not like mutually exclusive yeah can i just say um it, we're on auditions still talking about the auditions for these girls it's the setup that actually permeates through almost every cycle where they walk into a room. I mean, this is like a hotel room. It's like a very cheap yeah. conference oh, room yeah. situation. Oh, completely. But, <laughs> but it is just Tyra and some judges and some producers. Eventually, that'll become the other, like, Jays. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's other producers, and yeah. they just interview them. I will say, I really appreciated that they thoughtfully asked Ebony, who the one who makes it into mm-hmm, the house, mm-hmm. you're a lesbian, you're out, you're open about that. Are you okay with expressing that on national television? Yeah. Like, that's a very nice way to ask that. Yeah. And I love that she was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty early for that. This is May 2003 was the official air date. So yeah. they're probably filming in 2002. 
Um, so respect that, for all yeah, parties. That was on definitely that. something that was like gay marriage wasn't legal then. Nope. You know, and stuff like that. So it was nice that they asked it in such a respectful way like the opposite of what they did to justine who i think they just wanted to villainize oh well, yeah absolutely very i'm clearly. sorry <laughs> though justine is from huntington beach which as we all know is the number one place for holocaust deniers <laughs> that is a fact the official slogan of huntington beach <laughs> <laughs> and she what I, a weird thing to put on so many signs right but i wrote down that she just loves her inner thighs but can't stand anyone because in every one of those slutty snapshots that they take, which because it's so weird because they juxtapose the like actually interesting interview section with like, okay, and now sit on that couch and we're going to take pictures of you. It was very weird. All those pictures are very mail order bride. Yes. Mm. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, all of them uh-huh. have been kidnapped. I'm not making light of kidnapping no. and stuff like that, but it, it's just, it's, it's, it's weird that they even did it. Yeah. Like why have the Polaroids? You don't need them at that point. That aren't just snapshots. That aren't just like model. Your face. Face. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of other people to go through. I love, this has become a weird cliche, which is the virginal Christian who hasn't had sex yet. And let me be clear. I'm talking about Shannon in this particular instance. Of course. But let me be clear. She's 18. Mm -hmm. And also uh, stay a virgin until you get married if you want to. That's fine. Whatever. whatever. Sure. But I do love that it always becomes that, but on my wedding night, I'm going to be fucking (laughs) right away. I'm going to, she literally says, I'm going to be gone, baby. And I'm well, like, why has that, that become a thing that virgins are like, I want to stay a virgin until I'm married. But literally the moment that I am married, I'm going to ride that man <laughs> like no one has ever been ridden. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand how that's still considered a Christian ideal. Well, that literally <laughs> as soon as you get a ring, you can become just the nastiest, nastiest slut. Yeah. She also, in this first episode, is carrying around that picture of that model who she's in love with, uh-huh. who has the biggest case of gay face you would yes, ever want to see. Does. But his favorite book is the Bible. Well. See, guys? See? It says his favorite book is the Bible. <laughs> oh, I love it. I keep forgetting that Shannon is 18 because she, she doesn't look she about she 25. Not. Yeah, and I don't mean she looks like old. She, I think it's just the way she carries herself and is styled. Styled, yes. I think, is her hair is very like. Um, country singer of that time yeah. like she just looks far older yeah uh i the last person i have to say about the auditions was kessie kizzy kezzy because <laughs> in her audition video she spells out diva and does her devastating oh, intriguing she's at like a upn event uh-huh, yeah huh <laughs> vivacious and all that and she, I think, is the first person to say, I'm not here to make friends. At I wrote down, eight minutes is and 30 did, seconds in. Did she coin I not here so. to make friends because of all the people in the world? Lack of personality. <laughs> yes. Kesha. <laughs> so, <laughs> so blank. Kazee. Yeah. She really made history. I also loved Natalie. She didn't make it into the house. She oh, was uh-huh. the one who had a lot of, she had kind of the, sad backstory which becomes a cliche yeah which um you know she has to deal with a lot of family issues and things like that she was very separate and there was a party going on in the hotel yes and then she says i heard about the party but i wasn't invited and i want to say natalie if you heard about the party you were invited that's the invitation (laughs) yeah no one was invited room service and the the guy who brings it in is like oh there's a party going on upstairs and she's like oh (laughs) she just like eats her salad i'm assuming you heard about it from someone on the show yeah it was producer told her just to be mean about it Hey, natalie did you hear there's a party going on upstairs 
You're not invited, though. They told me to tell you that. <laughs> and let me also say, in terms of uh, the last thing I want to mention about auditions is Robin, who will not become my favorite person, but will become my favorite character on this oh, season. Sure. For sure. So watchable. She, I got to give it to her, a 204 pounds? Yeah. And then I think eventually you find out she now weighs like 160 or 168 something. Yeah, but because she doesn't want those extra three pounds that's listed. That's a um, big huge weight loss. That's Tons. a big weight loss. And she looks great. She does look great. She looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. But she's our token, quote unquote, plus size because she's kind of booing the line. But, even but also our token, like, old person. She yeah. is like, the she, old person. She fits in a, because so many we tokens only, in one. She, because we only have 10 contestants this cycle. She what? had to get a lot of. We only have ten, but producers could not decide, and so only eight of you. <laughs> you were worse than we imagined. I do want to throw it out for my favorite contestant mm-hmm. and character, probably, of the cycle, who is Elise, who's uh, such an asshole the whole time. I married Elise. And just <laughs> My husband is basically Elise. <laughs> they look alike. They, they are very similar. <laughs> they are both mean, smart think that they're maybe a little nicer than they really are. I, I love Elise. I don't think Elise thinks she's nice. No. I love Elise <laughs> That's the because difference. There, are a lot of, there are a lot of people on reality shows who say they don't give a shit. Elise clearly actually doesn't give a shit. Until she does. Until she does. <laughs> yeah, until she decides to, like, wink to the camera. And yeah. say, we'll get ahead she's of ourselves. Such a, she's a really good liar. She is a good liar. You don't see, like, good liars in these contestants a lot. A lot of these contestants are, like, really bad liars on purpose. Yeah. And she is a very good liar. And I respect that in a person. So then we get to what you're, what you're referencing, yeah. the eight people. And we start our call-out tradition that basically has not changed no. ever. Nope. Again, better budget, bigger sets, whatever. But Tyra comes. She, she like, has pictures in her. I don't know if she has pictures, but she at least calls out names. And this becomes a big thing in the audition episode of the whittling down to the people who get into the house. Where she just says, you know, I have eight names I'm going to call, blah, blah, blah. And then they all get excited. And then they actually move over to, like, an organized clump of clump, girl on the yeah. side. <laughs> but it's... It's. I realized how many of the traditions that we know there. are every cycle have not changed. Yeah, have just gotten more solidified. Well, and have gone to different TV shows too, right? Because that's basically what happens on The Bachelor. You get a rose yeah. and you move over to the good group. Like <laughs> <laughs> you move over to the love. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, they only choose eight. Yeah. Which that's so interesting to me because I don't I truly don't think they were doing it nowadays I would think they were doing it for dramatic tension yeah. Yeah, manipulation today I think they actually were like no the producers couldn't agree couldn't agree and we just only like eight of you yeah or maybe just uh, you're all real boring well I think despite having a tragic backstory about you're Justine? still boring on camera I was a little surprised looking back that Justine didn't make it into the house just because she this happens in the audition episode sometimes someone gets a really heavy edit and you think, oh, they're definitely making it in. But I think Justine also just wasn't plausible as a model. Yeah. No, I don't think she was either. I don't think she had a look Her mom it. said she could be. Her <laughs> mom told her every day. Her Holocaust denying mother. <laughs> You're now leaving Huntington <laughs> Beach. The Holocaust exists again. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right, so we're through the audition process. They go up to their loft. Ebony is not traveling with Pent them. Penthouse. Penthouse. It is so high. My favorite moment of which is they're riding in the elevator uh-huh, and uh-huh. Robin has her pink teddy bear out already uh-huh, uh-huh, in the uh-huh. elevator, which seems unnecessary. But And then the doors open into a beaded curtain. <laughs> and then you were like, aha, this is 
early 2000s. And then you see the pinata wall, which is apparently <laughs> made of very large strips of paper mache. <laughs> I don't. And, and every room in this penthouse is themed after another city, but in the way that Party City would think it is. Yes. <laughs> Not ugly, but Miami is ugly. Miami is, and no one wants the Miami room, and Adrian's just like, no one else wants this room, so I'll just sleep here alone, I guess. <laughs> well, she's she the earliest alone, riser. Yeah. She always gets up early, as we learn. Yes. I don't understand how that's possible. Um, there's a real 2000s moment, early 2000s, in that they're smoking inside. <gasps> I feel like... I had oh so many questions God. about Well, that. here's my thing. I feel like because of the cycle, they had to add a balcony into every other place they ever gave them. Yeah. Because they're always smokers. They're models. Well, let me say that. Until they're not. Because we're getting... Sl- I want to talk about that smoking thing more in a second. Okay. Because yeah. that's a great I'm mo- getting ahead of myself. I'm but sorry. yeah, because one of the two smokers in the house is Tessa, mm-hmm. because two women just get unceremoniously added during a dinner. Oh, and Tyra just comes God. in and says, I did another nationwide search. When? When? And it's the same <laughs> one. <laughs> and then she adds two people, a woman I'm only going to refer to as Chicago, but her name is Tessa. Tessa. Oh, but Tessa. she has the thickest Chicago, Chicago. accent. More than and then More Adrian. than Adrian and Katie. And then Giselle, who's actually a great addition, because she does, Great and Tyra TV. says, like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a, a it's a Latina. That was important to me to represent that. She's another young, she's, like, plausible as a model. For sure. Yes. So she, basically, Tyra brings in one person who's lamb to the slaughter, uh-huh. Chicago Tessa, <laughs> and one person who's, like, plausibly could win. A contender. Yeah. Everyone literally hates them immediately. Oh, the closest, and also, they also hate everyone immediately. Yes. Tessa's immediately, I hate Nicole because you're the same. But, <laughs> and oh, two things. One, you're not. You're not. No. Also, how is Katie's, Katie's like, mm, another exotic girl. Katie, what exotic are you? Brunette. <laughs> like, and, well, then they dress her in those, we'll get to it, but they dress her in, like, Pocahontas drag later in the episode. Yeah. Miss J is literally like, oh, this suits you. Yeah, so maybe that's what her exotic is, but it was very like, "Mm, Giselle is Latina. You are white, Katie, probably. (laughs) I don't know what you, maybe Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, but then one of the first things that happens after they bond is Adrian and Tessa go over to smoke just in a corner. In a a hallway. In a a closed hallway with like no opening into a wider space and no window and then the way the scene plays out because robin and what becomes her lackey in the show shannon come and robin confronts her about it and it's just and honestly this is one of those moments because i'm a huge apologist for robin and shannon Mm -hmm. a lot of the time as annoying as they can be yeah robin's in the right oh yeah completely and she's also super she's also super polite about it she's like hey guys i don't care what you do Mm -hmm. but if you do it here, it's going to get enclosed. We're going to smell like carpet. it ourselves. It's yeah. also the first instance of this show, which I think we're going to get into because I think it's and it's uh, it's integral to the show in not a good way. But there's like low key racism that goes on, and Tessa being like, "Well, Robin was yelling," and I was like, mm. "Robin was so politely asking you not to smoke inside the house." Two things that come up in this show a lot over cycle and cycle and cycle. And to be clear, if you have not met us, here are three white people talking yep. about yep. this. Yep. So Sorry. We will have guests on that can speak to yes. this a little bit better than us. I promise. But you we that. have to acknowledge. We it. have to acknowledge yep. two things: is that. Um, there's low-key racism and sometimes high-key racism yeah. that happens mm-hmm. throughout. And also a lot of religious talk. Almost every – this yeah. cycle especially, but every cycle, there's a lot of 
Christian versus non-Christian specifically, which is interesting. There's a lot of ageism too, yeah. but the ageism is 18 versus 24. It's, and I know that's the modeling world, sure. but there's a lot of recurring um, antagonistic themes of, of battle, people battling their kind of uh, prejudices that they openly don't mind expressing. No. Well, and this one also has a lot of strong class warfare this cycle uh-huh. particularly there's a lot of like again robin robin representing the richest woman in america yes. like <laughs> so shit. they're all like what <laughs> <laughs> so funny um so i i wish you guys could see my notes where i'm like smoking inside it's like 50 question marks the next thing that happens um my crush of the cycle john silverman oh, the trainer no. oh you mean nathan fillion's roided up older brother oh uh, in a heartbeat guys um <laughs> But I do love that they actually have a trainer. It's a recurring thing that they have personal training. I think that's great. It is and great. that may actually – it comes up here and there in other cycles, but it's it's a prominent feature of this cycle. Sure. I think it's truly just not interesting television. It's not, and it's Except, also really gross. Oh, God. It's really gross, I thought, when they were doing everyone's height and weight, putting it on the screen, and then also, like, telling everyone in the yeah, house. Yeah, as the only woman on this – podcast this is like literally a nightmare i've had yeah. <laughs> is being forced to weigh myself in a public place surrounded by 10 skinnier taller women well and then when he says elise who is clearly the skinniest one there yes and he says terrific it's just kind of like that was the only point in it that i personally felt oh gross you shouldn't have done that because everything else i feel like it's a competition you're modeling your your body your whatever yeah I, I, I don't think it's good but from a reality television perspective i see why they do that moment sure but i also didn't like elise who's like am i the lightest one i'm like elise you know that you're the lightest <laughs> one oh it's such a bitch move <laughs> you know you're the oh, lightest. Is it me? almost every other girl was just 130 yes yeah. like that Pretty was much. the average weight of all of these women in 5, my 10 130 i'm like if you're 511 and a model you must just weigh 130 <laughs> right i would also like to say because we haven't talked about her much nicole is pretty boring until she's tragic but she's gorgeous. She's Nicole was clearly set up to be the one to win. Yes. Yeah. She's she, beautiful. She is so plausible. An amazing as a model. body. Mm-hmm. And she's just she has interesting features, but still very model-esque features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um sometimes I do confuse her for Shannon in certain shots. <laughs> well that's I mean we can we'll talk about it in a later episode, but that's because she's the victim of the makeover. Right. But we'll uh, talk about it later. Um and then they get a bikini wax. That scene. Which is grosser, Hannah? The weighing scene or the that's what gratuitous I, as bikini wa- waxing? As a woman, <laughs> I would hate. Well, here's the as thing. a guy, I would hate. And Robin's I, face being like, I understand. I'm like, no, this actually makes sense. For this, for me, was like, oh, of course they all have to get bikini waxes. There's going to be swimsuit shoots. Like two in a row. You have to get waxed. This is the thing that happens. But the fact that they just like come to their apartment in a non-sterilized yep, environment yep. and do it in front of each other. Yeah, it's. Very weird. Can I just say, this is one of my times where I'm always going to have a scale of Robin being amazing to awful. Mm -hmm. And this is a Robin amazing moment because I love the quote of, the only people that have been down there are me and my gynecologist. I even give him shit. She doesn't say shit, but she's like, I even give him crap or whatever. And two things. One, that's a really funny quote. Yes. Two, I love that it's a male gynecologist because I was like, Robin, of all people, you'd think you would shop around for right? a female gynecologist. Okay, first of all, well, that's I don't still know that Robin is comfortable with female doctors. <laughs> she don't trust them. Second are they smart all, as male doctors? <laughs> I don't know. God didn't say that. I would really... I, I went on... I went on a mini journey in my head trying to picture, like, Robin at the gynecologist. 
and whoever this man is who like has to talk her through like so whatever. old and so tired. <laughs> I'd watch it mini episode. <laughs> Robin at the gynecologist. Robin at the OBGYN. <laughs> oh, the girl goes to OBGYN. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So then they get their first um, Tyra mail. Yeah, I think it's the first Tyra that mail. That budget. From Papyrus, uh, Tyra that's Mail. Ask, that's a lot. It's from Hobby Lobby, dear. <laughs> Two things. One, it's gigantic. It is huge. so big. It is typed, and it doesn't have the iconic Love Tyra. Nope. No. Which I didn't realize. I thought that was always a thing. Nope. But they're, and they're not like punny or fun. It's just like, it's very instructional. You have a photo Here, shoot. Here's an address. Be ready at Here 830. is a time. There was an address on it. <laughs> it was no, like no, no, no. Not 830. 7.45. Oh, God. I wasn't we'll saying get there. literally for this one. <laughs> we'll get there. And then my favorite, there's nothing to talk about, but I just love the 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 jankiness of the cheapness of this. Oh. Is then we get a really quick scene of them going grocery shopping themselves yeah. and just bringing it back. And I love that they just showed the women like, oh, yeah, and then we just let them out to get food. Yeah, we don't provide food. No. Yeah. And we also there's no crafty. Don't regulate it, even though we forced a personal trainer and a bikini waxer on them. Also, just I don't know, buy some eggs. <laughs> Buy non-low-fat Italian dressing. <laughs> I loved that moment. <laughs> Is this low-fat? Oh, no. Oh, no. Can I just smell it? <laughs> so then I think we get to the quote-unquote drama of the episode, <laughs> which is the, the early versus late, or yeah. the own time yes. versus, versus late. late. Which, if I – and correct me if I'm wrong, but – so basically what happens is, again, like we mentioned, the Tyramel. I don't even know if they call it Tyramel yet, but I'm going to – They do, but I feel like they coined it. Yeah, I feel like I the think contestants were like, Ooh. oh, we got a Tyramel, and then the show took it on. Yeah. It that's smart of them if they, that's true. I think that's what happened it's because a, it never – it doesn't say Tyramel on it anywhere. Uh, Kezi did it again. Like, yes, it, 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 she's low-key an executive producer of the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's Tyra. She's mini Tyra. <laughs> she is. Tyra just hired her as her – Oh, yes. Um, so we get into this thing. People wake up. They're getting ready. They have this address. They're supposed to go down to the lobby, and then a car is just going to take them there. And the majority of the girls, six of them go, notably Adrian, who wakes up a crack of dawn. at 4 a.m. apparently. <laughs> but Ebony, Shannon, Robin, and Kezi just are late. And I mean like 8.30, like yeah. more no than late. half an hour late. And they go down to the lobby, and just no one's there. And I think some PA or producer or it's something like, is like, they, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get a cab and go there, and then we get our first, like, Tyra scolding. Wow. Where she asks them to walk forward. But the <laughs> best part is that they are shooting bikinis in the winter on a rooftop. They are all huddled, shivering, shivering. in blankets. Like air uh, airplane blankets. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're so cold. And jumpsuits. And then Tyra says, can – you know, these four women, the late ones, come forward. And so then they all just are like shiver forward. <laughs> shiver forward. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that I understand why she's doing it from a reality TV show perspective. I'm like, Tyra, these women, they're already suffering. <laughs> they're so cold. <laughs> they're like nervous chihuahuas. Yeah. That's how hard they're And shaking. then please, Hannah, because you brought up his name, please tell us the name of our photographer. <gasps> Douglas Bizarro. And he does look like a crazy clown. And Long, curly red hair. I didn't write Douglas it down. Bizarro. Do we Do we know his partner's name? Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Not that Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> yeah. But also, they kept saying partner, and I had that moment where I was like, like, are they married? Yeah, it was or weird. business partners. Or, no, they just – Because she was definitely doing work. Yeah. They just yelled at each other a lot. Yeah. I just also would like to note about the late people very quickly, because this is my eternal struggle with Top Model, is that they're late because they're – Putting on makeup and to doing their hair 
while they're going to a photo shoot, which I will never understand. Yeah, I don't. And then there's a Tyra mail later where they're like, don't put on makeup before you go to the shoot. And I'm like, why in every cycle are these girls putting on makeup that has to be taken off? Yeah. So they can get their professional makeup done. This is just my struggle. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, I have that on one hand, you're uh, uh, obviously correct. (laughs) On the other hand, I'm like, I guess they're on TV all the time and they know they're going to be shot in like a group. I do feel for them yeah in that perspective i think this is also the first time we're seeing giselle her first instance of complaining because she says she's so so cold but she has the most clothes on mm, of any girl and yet she's like this is I, I i'm clearly the coldest but you know who wasn't the coldest shannon because jesus kept her warm <laughs> i do like that adrian just points to her own nipples like she, oh. takes off, she takes off the blanket and she's just like, oh, there they are. She has a fun quote. She says something like, oh, it's about 20 degrees. And then she <laughs> points at her nipples. And I get the joke she's making, but it's as if she's trying to say two and then make that into 20. It's, mm. like, it's like one of those jokes that I think was in her head even more clever. Yes. But it's just nipples. <laughs> and no blur. No. Oh, you can see no, it no, all. No, 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 no. Didn't care in this episode. The photo shoot is also really becomes where it, <laughs> where it becomes apparent that Tessa from Chicago is the lamb for the slaughter because they're just like, bend over, hold your shoe. No, <laughs> bend over more. Now look up while you're bending over. Like, ah, she nobody. can't do anything at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to look good in this position. We like we like it when your hair was in your face. Yeah, can you put... No, full coverage. Full coverage. Thank you. <laughs> it's interesting, too, because I feel like a rooftop shoot became kind of a tradition on Top Model. Absolutely. And it's also one of those things. The bikini shoot, obviously, is a thing they do a lot. I would say I was I was pleasantly surprised that most of them did pretty well. Yeah. Like yeah. no one did it if it wasn't if they hadn't been cold, it would have been I, fine. I, th- I feel like there'd been zero drama to this shoot. Yeah. Everyone's faces looked pretty yeah. good. And Nobody also Tyra stays around the entire time, which is not something that happens no. in the future. No. And so it's just nice that she I feel like the judging probably the cycle is even more fair than normal because Tyra's also just there watching them the entire yeah. time. There's also, I in general this season, less complaining at the shoots. Well, and this is back when Tyra is actually giving good modeling advice instead of just coining phrases. Yeah. So she actually gives really good. They get good coaching during during the mm-hmm. uh, photo shoots. Even though, I mean, Douglas Bizarro is okay. The pictures themselves, once we get to judging, are like yeah. fine. Fine. Well, let's get to judging. Yeah. Real quick before judging, I know we want to get there very quick, but the, the scene between it is very short, and it's our first, like, theme of religion versus atheism, because oh. I put just, like, it's the atheist dinner, where they they, dinner. they just have a dinner and basically Elise outs herself as an atheist. Robin did. Well, no, Elise is like, they, they're talking they're about talking it. They're talking about oh, okay. it, and she just asks her, do you believe in any, Robin says something like, do you believe in anything? And Elise says, oh, I'm an atheist. Which I feel like. And then Robin's like, like, I respect you. You're great. That's wrong. <laughs> like, that's not what she says, but it's essentially what she says. And I she's trying so hard not to say something like <laughs> bad. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> next <laughs> episode. Yes. Um, I just, you never hear the word atheist on TV. Yeah. Not on reality TV. People, people will just like, oh, I don't believe in God. They don't, they're not like, Elise is like, I am a militant atheist. atheist. Yeah. That's how she describes herself. she says herself, militant. Yeah, which yeah. is very rare. Very yeah. interesting. I mean, it's one of the really interesting themes of this cycle of the show. Oh, yeah. so. There's something kind of raw about this cycle in a documentary almost style. Yeah. You know, because they just literally let the contestants say whatever they want. Yeah. And also raw because uh, the 
judges' interviews have Sears backdrops. <laughs> well, <if we're> <laughs> <laughs> and also, the framing changes. Oh, my God. So now we're clearly getting to judging, yes. which is what I just called a blue curtain experience. Uh-huh. Which we have decided takes place the in the garage of Judge oh, yes. Bo Quillian's house. Yes. This is where Bo Quillian lives. It's not canon, but it is canon. Yes. yes. This is his garage. That is why he is here. I like to think that him and Tyra are like buds. Yes. Sure. <laughs> For sure. But why are there so many people at that one tiny card table? That was clear. Y- you could tell this is... Tyra asked for a table. She did not specify length. (laughs) (laughs) And then these poor PAs were like, I got you a table from Home Depot. Here is this, Tyra. I hope you love me. (laughs) And And then Tyra is off the side. (laughs) Here, let's, let's, I want to point this out now. It'll come, become more apparent in future episodes. This episode, um, Janice Dickinson is seated next to Tyra. (gasps) Every other episode, she's on the end, and Tyra's canonical best friend, Bo Quillian, (laughs) is beside of her. And I wonder if this was just a, hey, let's not make it so it's guy, girl, 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 guy, and let's break it it up up a little bit more, and she deserves to be on the end and kind of be like a kind of headshot. Or if it's just Tyra's like, no, I just don't want to be beside of her. I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. (laughs) I mean, Janice has a lot of swinging arms, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wonder if it's literally just Tyra's like, I don't want to deal with how animated she is. This is funny to me, though, because I feel like Janice in the first couple episodes is very subdued. You don't really get the full Janice Dickinson effect until, like, episode three, episode four. She gets comfortable. That was the name of her show, wasn't it? The Janice (laughs) Dickinson effect? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) So, this our first season of Judges, um, these judges generally do not stick around in terms of no. I, I think no. the only one that sticks around is Janice Dickinson. Mm-hmm. So we have Janice Dickinson mm-hmm. who who will get referred to as a lot of things throughout many cycles but right now she's 70s top model, model. or something like Original. that. One of the world's first supermodels. Yeah, but it always says 70s which is really shady. funny. Shady to me. <laughs> um, obviously we have Tyra's the head judge Bo Quillian who is Editor of Marie Claire. Ah, right? Is which it? is one of the prizes. Yes. This yes. is Fred Marie Claire. Which it always makes sense to me for one of the judges to be the person for the magazine. And it couldn't oh, be. Yeah, and absolutely. it couldn't be. It couldn't be uh, Nina Garcia. Yeah, was exactly. that when she was a Marie Claire? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And then Kamorley Simmons. Right. Who I who is just like one of Tyra's friends. basically. Yeah. Like she's a model. She, oh yeah, she's a, a model. Yeah, she's a designer. Yeah, a she's in fashion. Baby fat, so right? Baby fat. Baby yeah. yeah. And also, I like that it's uh, another person of color. color. Correct. Uh, you know. Um, and then they have a rotating guest judge who is a lot of the time like the photographer. Or in this case, Douglas Bizarro. Douglas Bizarro. Not Elizabeth Moss, though. No. No. She's off uh, yelling about someone's eyes not being wide enough. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's all blue curtains. So blue curtains the, and columns. Literally blue curtains, columns. A s- maybe 42 inch television monitor yes. that will eventually show the pictures. And oh. like a gray cement floor. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Yeah. It feels like a lot of the stuff in this cycle feels less expensive. Yeah. This is the only thing that feels cheap. cheap. Like well, and it's cheap. also, we keep getting that one bad camera. Like, clearly, they have three cameras going, and one of them, its focus is broken because it will be like, fine, fine. Oh, what? Blur. I can't see. And originally, it was on Tyra. And then I think she was like, I don't like that that camera. Yeah, she saw that edit. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't looking at the dailies for a while. Well, and this is, <laughs> we should note, this is UPN. No UPN shows had, like, a huge budget. Sure. But you can oh, tell man, I forgot this was UPN. That this had less of a budget than, than other UPN shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get 
they, we get to the tradition of she reveals the prizes. She kind of talks about the thing. She sets it up. Tyra does a lot of good, simple setting up. Like you talked about mission statement. Yeah. She really sets up what judging is going to be. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I dislike that they definitely change in future seasons um, is that they get critiqued alone. Like the other yeah. girls don't watch the critique. Yeah, that's really strange. And that's just obviously bad television. Bad yeah. television. Missing out on many opportunities for drama. I would say that of the episodes, even of the season, this judging is like not really. It's pretty boring. Yeah. The because only because thing again, of most note, of the pictures are fine. Yeah, yeah. they're like okay. Uh, but Nicole a lot of is eleven feet tall in her picture. Nicole oh, is so the gorgeous. tallest, but she's like normal size. She's a she's a tall woman and sure. like a model has a model figure, but in her picture, she is eleven feet tall. She is crushing cities. I've never and, and, and that's not a critique. Is that why she's wearing that horrible white hat in the background? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, the, I mean, judging in the first episode is mostly notable for the fashion that all the girls wear <sighs> to judging. There are so many chokers. Elise has just, like, a random clip in the middle of her head for no reason. <laughs> and I would say, uh, before we get into more, I think this is a perfect time for a segment that we're going to try to do every episode. Oh, mm-hmm. you want to wear that top, 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 top? <laughs> mm. You want to wear that top? Nah, or nah, 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 nah. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> but please, go back to Chokers. And yeah. So Chokers is the most 2000s thing, first of all. And yeah. they're, like, the cheap, like, plastic ones that you hooked in the little comb thing in the mm, back. Yay. I had so they many caught of them. so much hair. So much hair. There's so many hats. So many. There are, like, fedoras and caps. And well, at one point, so Nicole has that horrible white beret thing that's yeah. covering her face. Then she comes up to get her picture, and they clearly said, take that hat off. Well, this is before they started critiquing their fashion at, at the, the judging, judging. Because later on, that would become a staple of, like, why the fuck are you wearing that? Yeah. And they don't do that to them here. No, they just no, no. look at them. Elise has a hair clip in the middle of the top <laughs> of her head for no reason. Elise Like, did someone prank you? Did Robin, like, secretly put that in and you didn't know about <laughs> like it? Like gum in your hair? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Elise just like has <laughs> an ongoing storyline with not understanding hair. They're, and the I feel like the, um, the stylists do it, too, where they'll give her, like, a who point. <laughs> in the middle sometimes. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's all beautiful. Right? And they're all just, they're all just, everyone is so young, like in the process and also in their lives. Except for Robin. Except for Robin, who's an old. <laughs> but anyways, I don't think this judging is super exciting. The most interesting thing about it is once they go through all the pictures and stuff like that. And we're only skipping over it because there's nothing notable that happens. No, no I just don't think Douglas Bizarro was a very good photographer, quite frankly. Like or the that pictures he, was, are like he was all f- he was just a fine photographer. Yeah, yeah, they were like, whatever. And it was one of those things that the most interesting part to me was when all the girls were gone and it started really getting into what is one of my usual favorite parts. It's not as good in this season, yeah. but the debate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do this thing where everyone just says in or out. Yeah. Which gets very annoying very quickly. In yeah. But out. also, arguments erupt instantly amongst the judges about who should be in and who should be out. It's really interesting that it, as a viewer, it feels very edited, like it's going to be Tessa. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how the episode is playing out. Mm-hmm. But the judges really, like... Hate Elise. Argue. Yeah, they have a lot of Kimura issues Kamora hates Elise. Yeah. Kamora hates Elise the whole time. Yeah. Which is sort of nice, actually, because Elise is so many things that a lot of the fashion world loves and that she is rail thin. Like, as pale, good as it gets. And has pale. a very specific look. Yeah. It's quirky. So whatever. it's sort of nice to see someone from fashion being like, I'd like her if she was less skinny and less pale. It's a nice and, thing and, here. And I will say that bikini shoots aren't going to be Elise's thing. No. Never. No, like, no, no. she's a beauty girl. She she 
pulls them off surprisingly well, considering like how not her thing they are. Yeah. And so they get to their first call out, which mm-hmm. again becomes a staple. Tyra gives them pictures and she says their names. In future episodes, the call out or, or future cycles, the call out order is so specific, important, mm-hmm. and specific it, to the show. And they the first try to person, math it at a certain point. They're like, "This, we gave you all numerical points, and yeah, hundred percent." Like Wikipedia used to have like like uh, articles just about like the power rankings of of mm-hmm. the women based on their call out yeah. order. And she always, she eventually will start saying. The first picture I call is the best picture of the week. Yeah. She just kind of calls people in a random order of calls. Nicole is not called first. And Nicole, clearly, based on clearly all won. feedback and best just photo. me having eyeballs in my <laughs> head, <laughs> she is the winner. But she just gets called like third yeah, or something. It's bizarre. And the bo- who's in the bottom two with Tessa? I didn't write that down. It was Elise, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. No, I, I can't imagine that was true. I can't remember who it was, though. It's was, just it, was it Shannon? Mm. Uh, Shannon's in the bottom two at one yes. point. Yes. I'm going to see if I can Wikipedia Or was it, it Robin? Really quickly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. With her rap. <laughs> we'll figure this out in just a second. That's the thing. We should always know. The bottom two is we so important. I think that two. this was just such a boring. It's such a bottom one. And it was also such Tessa. Such an obvious, yeah. Old Chicago Tessa. Who I should say. Uh, who I should say. Uh, it was Shannon. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. It was. It was Shannon. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. Shannon because it was one of those things. I just remember the next episode, Shannon's like, I was in the bottom two. That sucked. I got to step it up, mm-hmm. you know, which is what they say at the start of every next episode. Yet Tessa goes home, and then the most bizarre, I laughed out loud <laughs> moment is this, like, sad but also weirdly upbeat New York. New York is the best place in the yes. world <laughs> pop song starts yes. playing. My heart is in New York is, like, the last line before. It's so weird. It's it's really creating this false narrative of the big prize for all of these contestants was to get to New York, which yeah. it is. It's I mean, very sort end of, of school well, yearbook montage. Yeah, it's so it now, vitamin C graduation uh-huh. song. If they were doing it now, it would be like a small white girl covering Concrete Jungle where dreams are made. Oh. Yes. It's, well, it's, very, <laughs> it's very American Idol exit music. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's I, I was like, oh, this is where Clay Aiken's leaving. Like, it's so yeah. funny and so interesting. And they do their first fade out, which they have a group picture of the girls. They're all photoshopped together in, in, from individual pictures to a group picture. And then they reverse Photoshop out slowly. And it's before, like, they always used to do it with a little, like, like, there's a yeah. very... But specific n- now it's just with that song top under model it. music cue yeah. once they got to the fade out and then tess is just erased from history and tessa becomes the first ever eliminated top model contestant yeah. which is a very she's the pork chop yeah, yeah she is the victoria except without any of the charm do we all agree that the correct person went home yes, yes. this is another segment we always want to do mm-hmm. which uh did Hannah the suggested. judges get it right yeah. yeah did the judges get it right did the right person go home I would say yes. Yeah. yeah. I think she literally had no way to not go home. Yeah. Well, it's also like. They were going to send Shannon. There's also, nothing distinctive about her within this group of contestants. She's one of three Midwesterners. She's a pretty white girl. Yeah. She n- has no interesting She's backstory. She's not the or tallest, nor the shortest, know. nor the heaviest, nor the skinniest. Yeah. Like, she's just average model. Literally, the only thing I can remember about her was that she was from Chicago and smoked. And smoked with Adrian in the hallway. Which yeah. is so sad for Adrian now that there were two smokers. And like, oh, at least I have a buddy now. 
instantly gone. <laughs> now well, Adrian's just in a corner smoking by But herself. I feel like that's better for Adrian because she can just stick her cigarette out the window now oh, rather like than a, have to sit and... Yeah. Also, Adrian will always find a friend. That's like one of her strengths yes. in this <laughs> cycle is that she always finds a friend. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the first episode uh, of America's Next Top Model. Such a journey. Do you want to be on top? No, 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 no. Stick around for part two. Yeah. And we're back for part two. Episode two. Episode two of Cycle One. One. Uh, according to Hulu, the title of this episode is The Girl Is Here to Win, Not Make Friends. Which is a strange title considering it was said in the last episode. Last episode. But, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, it's also, she's still not here to make friends. It's yeah. also Ebony this time is who they're referring That's to. That's true. Yeah. Rather than uh, Kizzy, who said it in the... Uh, first episode first well, audition it, yeah. yeah one interesting thing about the episode titles is they don't refer to either the winner nope. nor the loser necessarily the episode because no. the last episode um was nicole yeah oh, right it was that's who it was referring to it could have been anyone really it's just whoever they find is most but interesting, she like said whatever the specific sure. thing is it's interesting just because you know it can't be spoilery but their whole they really got into the shtick yeah. Of referencing the plot line, essentially, yeah. because later cycles, it'll be so specific. Like, mm-hmm. the girl who steals the granola bar, <laughs> and it's, it's like, what the plot of the episode is. So you can remember what episode it is. But this episode, we get the actual opening and how people think of how Top Model opens. Mm-hmm. With the pictures of people and, you know. Previously the, on America's Next Top uh-huh, Model. Uh-huh. Yeah. But this... Is, by the way, we'll remember, this is episode two, and Elise has already started to break down at the very top of the well, episode. Well, so we start right off, as as was brought up, right with the Christians versus the atheists. Like, that's basically the first thing that happens yeah. in this episode, where Robin and Shannon are, like, sitting at the table, reading the Bible, and Robin calls Elise over because she finds a quote that says, what is it? Foolish is the man who, who doesn't, doesn't believe, believe in, in the Lord or whatever. And she's like, she finds this quote. And she's like, oh, I have to show Elise. And she calls Elise over from across the room. And I just am so curious about the thought process of, oh, you don't believe in God? Well, it says in the Bible that that makes you <laughs> dumb. <laughs> like, I don't. It is interesting. And Robbins very specifically says, I read this and thought, thought of, of you. you. And then Elise reads it. And to her credit, in that moment, it's just like, oh, I don't know it think of yeah this. she's like pretty polite about it in the moment and then she you know goes into the confessional closet which i think is literally a closet it is a closet and with an off-centered camera yeah. they are <laughs> never centered on that camera there was no there was no quality control there. no thought to that <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it's ridiculous so then tyra comes into the apartment and this is where um i get to say for the first time for this episode you want to wear that top 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 Be- na, 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 na. because tyra is wearing a tank top with an enormous loofah on the shoulder yeah. apropos of nothing that is not attached either no it's just like a huge bunch of tool on her shoulder on a wife beater maybe she, she like they're like we really want to wire you for sound and they put a giant microphone <laughs> <laughs> and they just hide it in a bunch of tool <laughs> i mean that would be on brand for the first cycle of the show. <laughs> yes, very much so. Silent I, movie days. I love the idea. I always love theorizing about what the behind-the-scenes production reasons for stuff were. And I, I'll take that lav mic and that tool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. 
But she comes in to announce that this is the episode where they're going to talk about runway, where the girls are going to have to learn things about runway. Yeah. Um, also, she shades church fashion shows because she's telling uh-huh. them what not to do on the runway. She's like, don't look around too much. Don't try to be sexy. Don't twirl. Specifically shading church fashion shows, which is hilarious because in Cycle 5, they literally make do them a church do a church fashion, fashion show. show. And, like, have a twirly competition. <laughs> you mean the swirl and derp and dip and... We'll get to it. Flurp. Well, I will say this. This is one of those things that, as a black woman, I feel like Tyra can shade and make fun of. True. Because I'm sure she's been to a bunch. Well, she says that's I'm how she, she got started. I was about to say, yeah. I'm she, that's a, she very much says she's been in them. So I think that's really funny. Because she has such a specific style. And is this where we get the montage yeah. of her walking? Yes. And, like, this is my signature style. Mm-hmm. And you They always do that thing where she pulls the clip out of her hair at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I mean, it's a great moment. It yeah, I mean, it's moment. a great moment. Yeah. And I will say, it's one of those things that when you watch clips of Tyra on the runway, one after the other, you realize, like, oh, I understand why you did become what you became. Yeah, you get you, it. You, you're flawlessly gorgeous. You really do have a great personality yeah she well, brought an energy and a personality of the runway that no one else was bringing even if you compare her to all the other you know beautiful women because she brought a bunch of beautiful women who are younger than her into an apartment yeah she has so <laughs> <laughs> she- i love that description of the show tyra brings 10 beautiful younger girls into an apartment and i don't know <laughs> literally what happens bare bones makes them do really dumb things but she has so much presence yeah. on camera even when she's like fucking batshit crazy and she eventually <laughs> gets to she's she so much has softer in this cycle and yeah. she still does have presence yeah she's a good i've heard rumors that she does multiple takes of a lot of things sure oh, that yeah. being said though i find her to be very had to have a very nice speaking voice i feel like she presents things really well yeah, yeah. i agree you know, which you can see why she was good at commercials and uh, doing commercials. That, 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 yes, that's a better way of putting it, yeah. actually, is you understand why she was able to not only model, but how she gets away with, quote-unquote, her acting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that she's a good <laughs> actor. No one's going to say that. But Are we going to sh- watch Coyote Ugly for this podcast? But she can, I mean. but she can speak so well. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? She and can. I let, let me be very clear. I don't want that to come across as a low-key racist I'm surprised thing. I'm just saying. Sure. I'm just saying. It's one of the She's things I'm surprised as a model yeah. Yeah. that she can also speak so well because you see some models and they're in a commercial and you're like, oh, you're a print person. Yeah. Well, she like she sells things very naturally. She sells herself very naturally. She sells products very naturally. You don't yeah. feel like you're being sold as she's selling you. Yeah. She does it for the show. She's essentially because I will always buy it, ty- buy it, Tyra. I will buy it, right? <laughs> buy it. I will buy it. Tm 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 tm. She has it already. <laughs> Kenzie probably already said it at some point. Sure. <laughs> uh, but because they're doing runway, this leads to one of our first top model superstars. Yeah. I forgot he was even in this cycle. Me too. Runway coach, diva extraordinaire, Miss J. Alexander. Well, not Miss. Not Miss yet. Not yet, no. Just J. J. Period. Alexander. Alexander. Though still very much presenting androgynous slash female. Gender fluid. As as himself. Yeah. Or herself, themselves, however you want to say. When J. comes out in the, like, tiny little dress to show them how to walk, and all of the Christian girls are like, Oh. But, th- but then Shannon is like, he's got really great legs. His legs are nicer than mine. So like, here's the super interesting thing about Jay Alexander and the Christian Coalition, mm-hmm. as I'm going to call them. <laughs> Bible the study. Who I will be very clear is not only Robin and Shannon, but also Kizzy. Like yeah. She's, she's quieter. the third, yeah. for sure, and the least problematic. But first, how somehow Jay Alexander rises above, yes. in their minds, queer culture to just be this icon of a person. Because we'll see it in a future episode when he comes in presenting very androgynous slash female. 
Robinson one that's like, he looking fabulous, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And I'm like, how can you both Reconcile be so that. homophobic but also think that they're the gayest person on this show? Yeah, I think part of it has to do with there's no threat for them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think they have like more of a problem with Ebony because it's a woman who they are naked in the same house with. Lord, we will get to that. I yeah. think they've oh, also yeah. just fully desexualized Jay yes. in their minds. That's interesting. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's they like don't think about him in the context of having sex sure. with another man. No. So he does what he does best. He's so good. Teaching he's runway. Mm-hmm. and we Imitating fi- girls' walks. <laughs> oh, my God. We finally – he's one of the first people that I think became not only a breakout star for this show because he'll eventually, as you'll see, become a, he- a judge, judge. Mm-hmm. a judge and all this other stuff. But – I think he is always himself. You know how we talked about Janice and Tyra already? They're not themselves yet. They're Mm -hmm. evolving into themselves. Jay is pretty much Jay from the start. Completely. He is great at what he does. He picks on the girls. Mm -hmm. He endears himself to pretty much everyone instantly. He immediately (laughs) But in general, everyone's always excited to see him. Yeah. He's he's that mom of the group that you're just like, which is so funny because it's meant to kind of be Tyra, Tyra but mm-hmm. she's but everyone's just like happy when Jay Alexander's around, and he's very real with them, and he gives them real critique, and he does not sugarcoat at all, but they no. all just really want to please him, yes, because he knows what he's doing, right? And I guess he had a reputation in the fashion industry before the show, he must, because they all seem to know who he is, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have two things to say about. While they're doing the runway. I think I know one of them. One of them is one of them. (laughs) Once again, speaking of fashion, Robin takes the runway in knee length flared denim shorts. Yeah, I with a high (laughs) sock or a boot. Why did these exist? I accept watching the show that at a certain point we were all just wearing flared jeans because that's what we decided (laughs) we were going to do. That is a society. It just happened. It did. It's something we should have all forgotten about, which is better. But flared denim shorts to the knee? What are these? <laughs> why do they exist? <laughs> and also, why did she have them? I don't. I mean, so hippie. Like, Robin's fashion choices are not consistent with her brand as a human the being. They're the strongest, no. too. She makes the strongest I do. I do choices. wonder if some of it is because she's lost a lot of weight she's still ashamed of certain parts of her body she never wants to show anything above the knee on her leg right she's very uncomfortable showing any hip thigh flank area but why choose those shorts I don't those know. are like or just wear a skirt why do you yes. have to wear shorts she loves wearing a wrap skirt later yeah she loves <laughs> literally skirt. wrapping a piece of fabric to make a skirt is what i mean not a wrap skirt <laughs> just wrapping a piece of fabric yeah. we do the walks and really most of them do pretty well mm-hmm. they do okay who's the, there was someone who was called out. Was it Giselle that was called out for being dancery? Yeah, yeah. D- her d- steps are it. too short, I think. Yeah, and she just he immediately clocks her as a dancer. Yeah, yeah. like immediately, mm-hmm. hands back. Yeah, that's kind of his first impression. Adrian is bad, also. Yes, Adrian uh, is bad. And knows it. At least he doesn't say a word to. Yeah, because he's just like he's like you look like a hanger. This is what people want. Yeah, it's not even about a walk. You just literally look like what they will cast. I also <laughs> need to note. That while they are walking, before they do the fake fashion show, the background on the screen behind them yes. is literally like the screensaver, screen, the window screensaver in green, <laughs> and then later it, it's the same screensaver in blue. I know. 
people. I'm like, what? I love the idea that there were actually supposed to be something on there, and it just the screensaver came on, and they were and like, no one okay. It's the equalizer. Fine. It's like what you put on at that time when you were, like, listening to music through your PlayStation. Yes. And, like, listening to your CD through a PlayStation, and it had just, like, wavy lines. Mm-hmm. And you fell deep. Yeah. It went with the music, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they do – I don't – it's not the same. They come back and do another yeah. runway Yeah, they have challenge. two days with yeah, that. They two have two days. days with I remember specifically Sh- Shannon's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, does Shannon know they're coming <laughs> back tomorrow? How? Um, and then they go home. And so at the, at the end of the first teach, as yeah. they call it in America's Next Top Model, Jay asks all the girls what they would want to do after yes. modeling, which seems really shoehorned in. Probably if they like the weren't modeling. Yeah, if they weren't modeling, and girls are like, "Oh, I'd be an actor." Katie's like, "I'd be on TV." <laughs> yeah, Katie's is very strange, actually, because yeah. she's like, "I want to be an actress on like, TV." On TV <laughs> um, with the animals. <laughs> but Elise says, <laughs> "With all the polar bears, I say." <laughs> this accent is just migrating, evolving, <laughs> like Katie. I'm exotic. <laughs> My lip line is the brownest thing about me. <laughs> what an accurate read. You're welcome. Go on. He gets to Elise at the end of the line, and she's like, oh, if I weren't here right now, I'd be in medical school. And Jay's like, wow. That's a, you know, basically that's really hard. I don't think he was reading her. I don't think so either. He was like, wow, that's a really big deal. My my boyfriend is a doctor. That's really that's hard. That's a lot of work. I, I think he a was lot of just... Work literally surprised yeah yeah that a model would say girls said something it does not seem like a read he is meeting them all for the first time yeah for one of them to say if i don't model i'm a doctor i'm in medical school already that's surprising yeah especially someone that looks like a lease that literally looks like a model like a model yeah and looks (laughs) like someone who's never been to a doctor (laughs) (laughs) just so robin you look so unhealthy (laughs) robin why would you go to a doctor why would you want to be (gasps) could you imagine a lease as Robin's doctor. <laughs> as our gynecologist. <laughs> Spit off number two. <laughs> Anyways. But Elise takes this so. so poorly. And clearly she's just upset. I mean, we later find out that basically she's just tired. Yeah. She was just not getting her eight hours. Yeah. Because she wakes up one day and she's like, I feel Everything's great. great. <laughs> I'm going to make peppermint tea for you, Giselle. Have you ever tried it? No, I'll just make it you anyway. Do you know what peppermint is? Pepper tea? Peppermint. <laughs> what is that? I'll just make it. I'll just make it. If you don't like it, I'll drink it. <laughs> I really want some peppermint tea. So you're also going to have some Giselle, the laziest person. <laughs> but, so getting so far ahead of ourselves. But we're, this all leads to what I think if you only remember one moment yeah. from this cycle. And this has gone on list of top something like 20 reality TV moments. Oh, God. Which is this Elise confessional private rant. Yeah. It's like Spike Lee scripted it yes. for her. It is so intense and so mean. <laughs> it's about so many of the women in the house. It's about things we know are going on. It's about things that are new information. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and it also is juxtaposed with footage of the other contestant she's bitching about just like being normal laughing eating a piece of cheese so hanging out with them (laughs) it's kind of couched it's it's edited to make her seem villainous because the other women aren't really shown being that bad but but also the it's so weird because the whole cycle is very pro elise in a lot of ways yes 
And, and to me, it's like someone who has never had a roommate before. A hundred percent. This is all this is. Yes. This is all this is. roommates. That she hates. That she hates. Yeah. Which she has nothing in common I with. I think she doesn't, she doesn't really say anything about Ebony other than she's loud. Well, she, and she drags Adrian really hard, which is weird because she and Adrian get very close during yeah. the cycle. I think like, she just. Adrian, oh, because Adrian, stop quoting Jay and Silent Bob. Bob. <laughs> which would be annoying. Which would, would be so annoying. That was actually the most egregious <laughs> offense anyone said. <laughs> This is the biggest wrong. It wasn't that that uh, Giselle's parents must be ashamed of her. <gasps> that was right. mean. That was like deep. Like, because the Robin thing, she basically just says, how dare you? Foolish is the man who believes that tripe. tripe. <laughs> yeah, tripe. Now please help yourself to this delicious tripe. tripe. <laughs> <laughs> That's more bizarre. But yeah, she just goes in hard and with Giselle. Giselle. And at this point, we barely know that. Her? I mean, we yeah. do figure out later that Giselle, Giselle is, is the awful. worst. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest thing about this rant is that I remembered it taking place so much later in the so cycle. So much later. But it felt more earned. Yes. Yes. But only one person's been eliminated. Yeah. It is so early. For her to have these strong feelings. Yeah. And it it really affected how I saw at least throughout the rest of the cycle because I remember liking her so much mm -hmm. and after this I was like I don't feel like I'm on your side here here's what it's I'm... just too early for this rant that being said she was venting privately but also on national television this is what, what I will say though is that if she were an actual crazy person she would have said this to all of their faces yes. I respect the choice to just take it into the confessional to know that you're really frustrated and upset and do it like privately sure. quote unquote still giving the tv show drama and like getting it out but not actually i actually don't think she was thinking of that though i don't think she was either i think none of them understood how these confessionals were i think she used. and she also used the confessional the A most lot. yeah it was That's like her like own her private bedroom. diary yeah i think she needed to like get it out and to her credit she doesn't actually spray it onto the people right. she's talking about I mean, but it creates, oh, it is juicy. A thing that drag queens will lip sync to for the rest of their yes. lives. It's great. So it's great. like like targeted and specific and mean. Yes. It's very well done. <laughs> and then we go to the challenge day of the runway, right? Yes. N no. Oh. We have the weird prize. No, no, no. They have to do the runway show Oh, first. you're right, you're right, So you're they right. go back to this, like, fucking basement. The warehouse yeah, with the screensaver. <laughs> exactly. The abandoned men's warehouse that they're using uh, to do the runway teaches. And he basically makes them do a mock fashion show where they each have, like, four different looks. And they have to it's get three, changed. Three, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to get changed on the fly. They have to be on time. And one of the things he really emphasizes is timing. Yes. Yeah. Be ready to go when it's your turn to go. Don't be late. Don't be early. Blah, 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 blah. And this is a rare challenge, and because it's still the first cycle, that actually seems extremely useful and applicable to what they would be doing. Because that is just what a fashion show is. Yeah. And these girls could all probably get hired for yeah. a fashion show of some kind. Right. So they all have their own individual just wadded up bag of clothing. And all of the clothes are so Random. Where did they go <laughs> from? It's clearly just donated from, like, here's some extra stuff we have. Yeah. Nicole is wearing, like... A crop top pantsuit made of woven seatbelts. That was okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about Katie's po quote unquote Pocahontas <laughs> look, but that woven belt thing <laughs> was the ugliest thing. Oh, not yeah. Giselle's? Giselle's like pointy dress? I was fine with that, honestly. But just because that was like a look. Sure. And he even calls out that it's hideous. Yeah. But Nicole is just like, this looks great on you. Yeah, because nobody. Elise's looks amazing. That like little. Pro peep. 
Yeah, prim prairie faux peep dress yeah. looks and great. And he's like, you actually look great. And she's like, this dress is awful. <laughs> she's not wrong. No. But she also looks great in she it. She looks <laughs> great. Um, the, the really the most, the couple of notable things is Robin is late because she's overly primping. Yes. Uh-huh. Which this is at least a moment where primping makes a little bit of sense. A little. Uh, but not within the context of the challenge. Uh, yeah, exactly. Also, she denies it later. She's like, I wasn't looking in the mirror. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah. Cut to production. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Oh, we have the footage. We have those receipts. <laughs> Adrian goes fully nude backstage. Yeah. Which, again, is a fine, normal thing for a modeling, but no one else did, so it really, like, stands out. Yes. That she's just, like, tits free to the wind. <laughs> and then... It becomes a running theme with Adrian. Yes. Very comfortable in the nude. And then, on the other opposite end of the spectrum, Shannon is apparently supposed to wear a jacket mm-hmm. just open with no top on under it. Yeah. Which isn't out of the ordinary, maybe for a fashion show, like but I can see her being, like... Yeah, I buttoned it yes. because not only did you say I wasn't comfortable, but in my head, I don't think it was I, a button. That that's actually what I think y- happened. You think she like clasped like it somehow? I think safety she, pinned it. I or think something? she safety pinned it because why would she not button it if there was if a there button? was a button? See, I think oh. she and he said it. it as a given, like you weren't supposed to close it. Yes, which makes me think there were either instructions or no natural way to close yes. it. Yes, and that's why he got so angry at her was because she like completely altered it like robin does with a wrap on her <laughs> bathing suit area well i will say this uh, I, you know because now we're kind of transitioning to him giving them the feedback which is another tradition that gets started with the challenge like here's who did good here's who yeah. did bad yeah. and if you're not notable we just edit it out <laughs> yeah um and he, he, i would say he doesn't really get mad at shannon he actually gives her useful advice yeah. and yeah. she says like look if it's open you don't have to you can use your arms to hold it down you don't have to like just like let your titties free yeah mm. and then she to her credit in the confessional is like now that's something i know i can yeah. use it in the future that was, yeah that was again really huge shannon apologist because i feel like shannon is just young i think yeah, also shannon is polite. influenced by robin a lot yeah that's the thing because she's never gonna call someone over and tell them why no she'll no. say behind their back Oh. But she's going to be polite enough not to say it to their face. 100%. <laughs> Two wieners touching is gross. But, like, it's not. <laughs> and that's what gay sex is. I feel like I'm, it's such an insult to myself when I do that joke of two wieners touching and I just use one finger. <laughs> small, what a small little wee wee, I'm telling you. <laughs> not whole, thanks. And just whole goom, hand. Goom, 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 goom. <laughs> so, um, who wins? Who wins? Remind me. The wins? Oh, so the win is very strange oh, because we, it's... I will say before we get to the win, they literally put Katie... Oh, right. Oh, in a Pocahontas. spirit Halloween Pocahontas, Pocahontas dress. dress. And at one point, Jay is like, this looks great on you. Yep. And everyone it really like, fits. Everyone watching today is like... Yeah. Because it's also ugly. Yeah. Like, it's not even like And it's like cool. sexy. And it is funny because... She's exotic. Yeah. Is she a woman of color? I don't, I don't understand. Know. No one I says. feel like I feel like she, here's here's a they narrative. edited it out. Here's a narrative I'm creating. Mm. Katie told someone, "I am a woman of color. I'm the most exotic woman you will ever meet." <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, really? it is okay be- to put her in this Pocahontas dress <laughs> because she is a woman of color." I'm not saying that that is tr- that a real thing. I'm sure. saying that's how I could see this happening. Yeah. And then she comes out there and she's like, "Yes." I am full Navajo. <laughs> <laughs> like Katie, just in we her head is trans, <laughs> is transracial and can change at a dime simply because she is a brunette. I mean, yeah, uh, I, buy it. I think Katie wins. I think Katie is one of the ones that win. 
Well, one person wins, and then they pick. Yeah, he picks top four. Yeah, and then and they then all go. Adrian is Adrian is one of them. Adrian Nicole is like wins. Adrian is most improved. Uh, Nicole goes Giselle. Uh huh. And Katie. Or maybe Giselle wins. Yeah, it's Giselle does win. Giselle does win because he's like, you worked that terrible dress. Okay. You're the winner. So Giselle wins, but the prize is maybe the creepiest prize <laughs> they've ever had on Top Model. It just feels so much to me like Tyra's friends with him. Yes. And just said, hey, he could you do this thing? And he lost a bet. Yeah. Yeah, but like. Because their prize is they get to go hang out with Wyclef Jean. Which yeah. Ebony was excited about. Yes. And was very disappointed that she didn't get picked to do that, even though Giselle, who definitely did win it now that I'm thinking about that. Yeah, she did. Um, she just picks the, uh, she gets to pick three other people, and there were a top four for the challenge, so she just picks the other three people in the top four. Which is a super classy is, way to do it. Which is the yes. most fair thing in the world, yeah. because no one can be mad at you, theoretically. No. Correct. Correct. Although that is still, 100%. Still find I mean, Ebony way. finds a way. Yeah. But. <laughs> Ebony will always find a way, guys. That is her gift. This, <laughs> this hangout. They all sit on a tiny couch while he sings to them. Yeah. It's just like in, the, in a recording sing. studio, but not in the booth itself. No. And no. then we dance sexy. Yeah. With red solo cups. It was so He's the only other person there. Besides a camera crew. Yeah. That he's, he is looking straight into camera a lot, which is also hilarious to me. Oh, and this is like, this is the drama of the episode also, right? Is that they yes. all go, they all get dressed and they go down to the lobby which to is, like, wait for their car to go see Wyclef. And they get a Tyra mail, everyone who's up in the apartment. What happened with the timing of this Tyra mail? I, I think the production fucked up, right? It, they, it's a they must very have. weird time to get the Tyra mail. I feel like maybe they put it out and just no one noticed because they're all that. doing stuff. Yeah. yeah, and they didn't know enough yet to like be like, hey, girls, there's a Tyra mail or sure. whatever. Um, but they get a Tyra mail that says there's an early shoot the next day and they all have to be ready to go at whatever time they have to be ready to go. And um, Robin and Shannon are like, oh, we're going to run down to the lobby and let the other girls know. And then there's, like, quote-unquote drama with Ebony being like, I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have gone down to the lobby to tell them. Also, you're missing Shannon screaming in Elise's ear. <laughs> when Elise is reading and Shannon just goes, 730! <laughs> Elise, like, does the mom pause. Just pause. And she I'm going like, to continue reading. counts to 10. <laughs> She's so mad. <laughs> she's so angry. But, like, a, she's classy. She didn't say anything. No, she just counts to ten in her head. And also then Shannon tries to apologize after she also realizes what she just did. <laughs> and then she goes, I'm sorry. But then it also <laughs> It's just, like, such a nightmare of an awkward situation where Shannon messes up, Elise takes it well, but then Shannon realizes she messes up, tries, tries to apologize, and just doubles down on the yeah. mistake. And you're just like... These two will never be friends. No, 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 no. Even no. though that if they don't hate each other, there's no great chemistry between these two <laughs> human beings. I also feel like, as like in the first episode, Elise decided Oops. that no one else in the house could read. Yes. So she's like, I will always be the one to read aloud. Which is fair. <laughs> smart, smart call. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this leads to drama. Which of isn't like, really drama. No, but Robin decides because of this that Ebony is not a good person. No. Hey, did you know Robin's Christian? <laughs> No. How do you tell? Well, she does start singing How Excellent, How Excellent at Ebony's face. So let's set the scene. <laughs> because of this perceived drama, which to be fair, even Adrian was upset about. Yeah, she you know was. What I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people were upset about this. Well, Adrian, that was also a weird situation because then Ebony told Adrian that she that wouldn't she have wouldn't her. have gone down. Yeah. But that wasn't ever going to be the case because clearly 
other people, I don't know. But also the Tyra was sitting there. I assume they would have seen it when they came I, up I think, well, from the, their creepy group date. The idea, <laughs> though, was basically like, hey, maybe don't get, don't drink as much or whatever because yeah. we have an early shoot and we've already had timing issues. Yeah. So I kind of get what she was saying and the whole thing. I, I, it's, again, very low stakes drama. <laughs> yeah. but, but so they have their first, like, kind of house meeting about this. Mm-hmm. And it's very much them calling out Ebony for saying she wouldn't do that and then ping, people well, saying like well this is the real you this is the Robin really takes over and she's like there's a good way to be a competitor there's a non good way to be a competitor we all want to be oh people. she says she does say i'm going to turn around the definition of competitiveness to be in the lord's image and then she starts crying yes my favorite so robin <laughs> turns this up ebony is defending herself loudly Sure. Not a euphemism. She's literally she's just la- loudly defending herself. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Robin starts singing a hymn more loudly. Is it a hymn? Yes. Yes. They, there's a hymn where they just say how excellent, how excellent, yeah. how excellent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she starts singing a hymn loudly to drown Ebony out, <laughs> and then she leads them in a prayer circle. Oh, she makes them all hold hands and God. pray. And also, we, no one ever talks about this with this scene, Hannah. Mm-hmm. But Robin, decent voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where I was fair. like, at least you can kind of sing. Yeah, she can sing. That's fair. Biz- and it's, it's such a bizarre moment. It's such a bizarre moment. It's it, weirder than Elise's well, diatribe. Like, this is the only time I felt sympathy for Giselle, where she's like, <laughs> they cut to her, like, talking to the producer, and she's like, and then Robin started singing, which I also didn't understand. <laughs> and I'm like, right there with you, bud. <laughs> I don't really understand it either. During the prayer circle, though, when Robin says, demons. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Ebony just straight to camera. That's a great moment. Also, I will say this. What do we think about this? They show Elise tears streaming down her face. Yep. Yes. Then they cut to the confessional, the interview, with Elise being like, I was just emotional because I was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call bullshit. Mm. I think Elise actually just, I, I'm sure it was a very emotional, tense moment and whatever. Like fed up. I, yeah, but also, I, you know what? I think when people do stuff like praying, even when they aren't super religious, I often think they get, like, caught up mm. in the sure. in the pun intended spirit she of what's happening. She was also standing right next to Robin. Right, so I think she was just feeling a lot of emotions, and when someone does something like prayer or sing a hymn or whatever, even if you're not religious, it tends to have some sort of impact. I also do think she was very, very uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sure. I just think this is one of those things where Elise is like, oh, I wasn't an asshole for a moment, so I, now I have to re-asshole myself. <laughs> sure, sure. And so it's canon that I was assholing. Because <laughs> Elise will out-asshole oh, anybody. <laughs> My favorite part of Robin's prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Lord's prayer. Robin's prayer. Robin's prayer. <laughs> Miss Robin's prayer. My favorite part is that, well, first of all, I didn't realize that Robin was crying. I was like, did she have a cold? Because she's sniffling so much. She was crying so much. And then they pull the camera around. I'm like, oh, she's weeping. Okay. And then she's she's talking to the Lord, and she's like, and God, you already know. You already know Know who who wins. (laughs) (laughs) And then what's great is the editor cuts right to Kessie. And I'm like, does she? part is that like robin is so moved by the thought that like god has already seen the whole season <laughs> god's a big fan let me just say already he's an early adopter, early adopter. God, god he knew like, this was gonna get to 24 I wasn't cycles gonna, i wasn't gonna watch one more but god i need to see who goes home next <laughs> that's my oh. favorite part possibly my favorite part of the whole episode so uh are we basically at the photo shoot yeah now? we're at the photo shoot yes. and it. hannah what is the photographer's name 
our other super <laughs> professional photographer is Barry Hollywood. Barry <laughs> Hollywood. Barry Hollywood. That is not his like middle nickname. That is his full credit. Yes. Um, and he is gross. All the, the whole time he's just like, yeah, so she's really beautiful. She's really so sexy. Gross. There's something about her. She's really this beautiful. This is Stuff Magazine, This yes? is the Stuff yes, Magazine. Stuff Magazine. Which Shannon is seeing for the first time. Stuff look, look, there's an, e- this is also the, f- one of the few times that, um, Kesha, as I'm just going <laughs> to call her now, um, Kazi is, um, like the most Christian of the Christian coalition. Mm-hmm. All, Shannon and Robin are looking at Stuff Magazine, but like, get it. Yes. Catch like, bare butt, bare butt. There's another butt. Like, <laughs> she does not want to show her butt. <laughs> <laughs> and she's very worried that Stuff Magazine's going to show her butt. And that's just literally the pose they give her. Yeah. Like, straight to camera yeah. butt. So, yeah. So this is also like, they shoot this in like, a club that's been closed down with a weird water with a wall. Weird water wall and that they're in front harsh of. Harsh lighting. Really harsh lighting. I mean, it's very men's magazine. Well, and to the point and where that's what it is. When they actually go to judge the photos, they, they don't, don't actually photos. use the professional photos that Barry Hollywood took. It's yeah. just Polaroids po- from sex. Best Polaroid is what they say. Which yeah. is just makes me wonder how was, bad those was Barry Hollywood a real photographer? Is he just an actor? Just an actor they hired. Or Stuff Magazine. Is that real? Very Hollywood. Stuff Magazine was real. Uh, But they get there, and, you know, Tyra's there, and she's talking to them about, look, even though this is more men's magazine, it all's got to come from the face, the eyes. Mm -hmm. Sexy will come otherwise, but if you can't, like, have a come-hither look, basically, with your eyes, men aren't going to be attracted, blah, blah, blah. And this is where she does it first, right? Yes. Yes. And and you see why she is who she is, and it's amazing, and Mm -hmm. it's perfect, and it, like... And then they do one of those classic, the person praises Tyra things. We're like, this is why Tyra just like is Tyra. And she's the best ever. And no one's ever modeled before Tyra. <laughs> My favorite thing about Tyra teaching them how to not do dead eyes is that she always has to look to the left in always. between. She like models blank eyes. And then she's like, and this is how you put life in your eyes. Looks to the left quickly and then looks back. Yes. It's always. her reset. And yeah. I will say while all of them are practicing, they look gorgeous. They do. They look gorgeous There's this lineup that I think is ebony shannon and nicole mm-hmm. and i'm just like yes yeah yeah buy the magazine with the three of them yeah. doing that pose oh on yeah camera. also this is bizarre because again they show polaroids and not the final picture but all the women pose individually except, except giselle yeah, giselle's yeah. like on the floor on someone's ebony's leg. leg i think it's ebony's leg yeah and she's just and that's fine but like why just her yeah and that's not the picture we see no. no it's just the whole photo shoot is really Kessie, weird Kesey literally is assuming the position to get fucked in that picture too well and then this is also where we see that the writing is on the wall for katie because she's like this is my thing i love doing men's magazines i've done playboy I've playboy shocking i'm sure a lot of the other girls would be surprised and it's like oh if your greatest no. ambition is men's magazine they're never gonna let you be the winner no though no, i will be uh, her look is men's magazine it is and a, yeah. not in an insulting way no this that sh- is her look she should have no. destroyed but this. if she wanted and if she wanted to win though she should have been like i can do men's magazine but what i really want to do is this high fashion yeah yeah the highest of pocahontas, <laughs> r- pocahontas realness poca hotness mm. poke me han I was, Solo. I was trying to do <laughs> hot couture. <laughs> hot couture. So, is there anything before we get to judging? No, other than Elise is clearly qu- uncomfortable. By the way, listeners, I keep asking questions because it's the one thing I did, the one episode <laughs> I didn't take notes on. So I'm like, and next, are we at judging? I mean, yeah. I do really love how much Elise hates being sexual. Yeah. Like in this particularly performative 
straight women performing sexuality for straight men. And also, kind of way. this is the second episode where we've now both episodes have to be in bathing suits. Yeah, for a high fashion competition. Yeah, is very strange. Like, oh, like. I don't know. And, and we'll luck- get to... Luckily, next episode's a beauty shoot, so it does change things up. Yeah. But it also, is next odd episode leads fr- to, by far, the best photo. Like, oh. they actually hire yes. a good photographer. It finally feels like a top photo. model Yeah, yeah. But shoot. for this, it's just, yes. like, real low rent. Real. Probably the lowest rent photo shoot they've ever done. Yeah, I, I'll go on record now. This is maybe the worst? One of the worst photo shoots in the history of America's Next Time Model, just in terms of quality of in product that we barely get to see. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't use the photos that you took, obviously yeah. something is bad. So then we get to judging, judging. Mm-hmm. right? And we're introduced to Robin's hibiscus. <laughs> you want to wear that top? You want to wear that top? top flower? No, 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 no. She does. She, she always wants a flower in her hair. Doesn't she also, have to be real. Her hair is also wavier than normal. Could she be made of ceramic. Yeah. Yeah. It, but hair. it looks wilty. Yeah. And she's wearing the whole outfit feels like lightly Hawaiian inspired. Yes, yes. yes. Like she just got back from the honeymoon. And all of With them were Jesus. either <laughs> and all, her gynecologist. All of them were either instructed to bring a jacket or were given a jacket. Yeah, that was also confusing because so, they do a little mini challenge. Yeah, Miss J is the guest judge. Yes. on the panel, and they have them do a little runway walk, have to take off a jacket, which is like another weirdly helpful like a staple of the show too they teach yeah. a but lot they also of jackets didn't show them how to do it no they're just like do whatever do it. you think it is well maybe they showed them at one of those like two-day teaches and we just I mean, maybe know. but i mean if this were cycle three they would have miss j demonstrate yes. or they all had to do it or tyra yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, let's be real fan. <laughs> how dare you and none of them like there's some very basic stuff where people are just like dragging coats on the floor, just like turning, <laughs> turning it, inside it fully out. inside out. <laughs> Giselle basically undoes like the lining of the jacket. Yeah. She like completely <laughs> pulls the sleeve through. And Elise kills it. Yeah. Elise like she just the jacket falls out of the jacket, puts yeah. it over her shoulder. Yeah. It's surprising. Granted, it's she's like, also the skinniest person. There. Yeah, also, yeah, <laughs> and she's has just the, cold the biggest all the time. jacket. She's cold all the time, so she's really good at taking off and putting on jacket. She also has the cutest jacket. Yeah, that red that, that red, red coat is cute. Is I would actually, cute. I would wear that top. Yeah, I would yeah. wear that top. Yeah, I would not wear Tyra's cutaway tummy <laughs> top though. Whoop! It's a it's strong a, look. Strong look. Yeah. L double Q W K. That's how I spell that look. Look. Um. You. And then they get to the photos. Sort of. Sort of. Kind of. The Polaroids yeah, that some poor PA was say, taking. That candid Polaroid of Ebony smiling is oh, gorgeous. gorgeous. She looks amazing. It's not men's magazine. No, but she's <laughs> so beautiful. You, like, get her thing. Yeah. yeah. She's stunning. She also had a very bizarre outfit because she had that yeah, weird like thing weird that made, it made her boobs look like a square. It was like a saggy <laughs> yeah. bikini top. Yeah. It was very weird, and she looks beautiful. So yeah, it's, it's so crazy. gorgeous. You, like, get her yeah. yes. after this if you didn't already. Um, And whoever was putting the makeup on Robin for that shoot hated <gasps> her. She was so beat. Pink. Yeah, just red. <laughs> Full, like, from the cheek up to the corner of the eye. We'll get to this next episode, but I'm going to say this right now because next episode is makeover. <laughs> I feel like in this season, 
they didn't have a lot of people, hairstylists and makeup artists, who knew how to do stuff for women of color. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like Robin, for some reason, gets the brunt of that a lot of times, yeah. for whatever reason. Like, she's the one who, that, I mean, in next episode, it's Ebony, but it's one of those things that I feel like that's something that course corrected. I think Tyra realized that maybe who was ever hiring staff and stuff weren't yeah, doing that, do and that. that was not going to fly in Tyra's world. No. For I sure. also do feel like they particularly hate Robin, though. Yes. I, I mean, don't think production I mean, likes Robin. That's canon. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after gospel prayer circle. We've, we've, we've talked about it, but the crew loves Shannon. Yes. yes the crew does love Shannon. Uh, the crew loves – Shannon gets so many just like, huh? what's going on, Sean? <laughs> I do – I think the crew also, like, loves Adrian in the way that you, like, pity someone and love mm-hmm. them. Like, a, like, oh, Adrian. Like a dog with three legs. Exactly. <laughs> and I think they love Elise just because Elise says all this shit. She gives them so much. Yeah. <laughs> but the pictures are – there's nothing else. Once bad. again, I think we They're haven't hit we yeah. haven't hit top model panel. No. Right. Other than next episode judge, is our really. first Other true panel. Other than Janice has started to become like, is she realistic? Yes. Is she problematic? For sure. Yeah. But she's actually giving like th- preparing them kind of for the talk that's real world be. critiques. Yeah. And, and Kamora Lee Simmons does a little bit of that too. She just Kamora Lee, I think. It's like coming out from very, the other side. Well, but she also picks, yes, yes, I 100% agree. I think she also picked favorites really quickly. Yeah, yeah. and then just While Janice, deviate. for all of her realistic shit-talking, can change on a dime yes. uh-huh. if, if someone impresses her. Correct. This is also, I think, when they say that Robin is 27 years old and no one believes it. I think she's 26. 26. Okay. <laughs> but I don't believe that in no, this. What I, I mean is all the judges, that's the first time they hear yeah, about it. Yeah, like, wow, she looks really young. Because she looks really beautiful in the picture yeah yeah and they're like oh fuck also the other notable thing about the photo is that katie does not do well katie makes like a weird face face she's just trying so hard yeah i katie's unfortunately one of those people that got the no personality edit yeah Yeah. so you kind of don't feel for her one way she likes animals she loves animals and is and also also a press (laughs) and also wants to be an actress on tv (laughs) so there you go Uh, oh Thick personality traits. <laughs> Three facts about Katie. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things that, yeah, I it, it feels, she feels very second eliminate. Yes. Yeah. Who's in the bottom two with her? Do we know? See, once again. <laughs> Hannah, we took this Running break. This is going to be your it's job. It's not like Hannah's job. It is. It is. Canonically, canonically it's Apparently Hannah's it's job. Canonically, right. my job. Because, again, unfortunately, in this cycle, we can't really discuss first call out. Yeah. yeah. Which is something I want to do exist. a deep dive into oh, later yes. on. Yeah, oh, for sure. But, the yeah, they parts. just kind of choose people at um, random and in the bottom two. Kezi's in the bottom two with Katie. Oh. Which is funny because I liked her picture Yeah, she looked this. beautiful. Her I picture thought. was fine. She yeah. looked uh, – she, she had a bad – she had a bad walk. This is the first time – yes, that is true. That's fair. This is the first time I was like, oh, she does kind of look like Tyra. Yeah. yeah. You really get a Tyra pose out of her in this Polaroid that <laughs> some PA took. <laughs> So, like I said, I think this judging, like the first one, not the most super exciting. And Katie goes home, mm-hmm. which is the Correct. right choice. Yeah. Expected. Did the judges get it right? Yes, they did. Yes. They did get it right. Did the yeah. judges get it right? They certainly did. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you just aren't going to send home Kezi this early. No. no. You're just not. She's no. giving production all the catchphrases. Yes. And she she is legit beautiful. Like, Kezi is very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has zero personality except for hating butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but then later, but then she strips- loving butts. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Okay. So join us for the next episode. Uh, this has been Podletum. I'm Alexander Price. I'm Hannah Jean Ginsburg. I'm J.W. Crump.
We'll see you on top. <laughs> Podlinum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 